Welcome everyone to a special, the return of the bracket episode. Uh, we're doing a sweet 16 again, and uh, this is going to be a two-parter. And with us today is friend of the show, Todd Oxtra from Secret Friends Unite and a million other things out there in the in the in the uh, podcasting world. So, Todd, thank you so much for joining us here and uh, helping us try to decide of the 16 games that we forgot to do a bracket for so long that we had to do this kind of special way to, uh, uh, to do this. Um, we appreciate you coming on and helping us decide the winner of this particular bracket. I'm excited. No pressure whatsoever. Chris says, just be an expert and know all these games inside and out. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, you, you've played all 16 of the games. Right? Oh, of course. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I'm I'm a virtuoso in all these games. Completed them. <laughs> got the trophy 100 percent. Yeah, I'm, I'm an expert in all these games. Excellent. Excellent. Mm-hmm. We're so glad you could do that um, and, and do that in the time that I asked you to do this, too. So, so. yeah, it's I played impressive. them all before the show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> literally. Yeah. So uh, we're going to. We are going to get started. So uh, we are going through our list of games starting from Haven, episode uh, 48, all the way to Dead Space 2 in this particular. And we're, we're doing essentially 1 through 16. We have a uh, a, a bracket that I guess um, on our YouTube episode, you can see the bracket and uh, follow along as we go through this. Isn't that right, Tom? Yes, but we'll announce the the face-offs as we do them so that yes, absolutely. if you're a podcast listener who I have a special place in my heart for, uh, then uh, don't worry, we got, we got you. Yes, we do. So, shall we start off? Yes. So the first one we have is Haven versus Dead Space 2. Mm. Very different games, Chris. Very different games. So rom-com versus a survival horror. Yeah. Essentially. Yes. Essentially. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with Dead Space 2 because it really wasn't a as scary as I would assume the first one was because I've never really played Dead Space. And I kind of just enjoyed the action orientation of it. And it was it was kind of fun when, when we played it. Um, Haven, Haven, I felt like kind of just, you know, you were just meandering around and it was kind of bleh. See, I really wanted to love Haven and I and I made I saved it on my hard drive and I was like, I'm going to get back to this. And then guess what? Spoiler, I never did. Uh, <laughs> so I'm going to go with you also, Chris. I think Dead Space 2 uh, is my pick of these two as well. I think okay. just the attention to detail, the world building, uh, the big surprise right in the first hour, you know, less than that of content. It's mm-hmm. there's a lot there yeah. to like. I totally forgot what that big surprise was, <laughs> but it was better. Todd, uh, what about you? I, I know clearly Dead Space is the winner here, but you have Haven. I'm aware of the, the 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 couple. It's kind of like a romantic. Mm-hmm. They do uh, space things, so that's that's impressive. But Dead Space Two, there's exploding heads, there's limbs yes. falling off, and I love the first Dead Space. This was game was picked uh, for my scary playthrough last year in Coop Mode. It's Dead Space 2. Didn't finish it, but it it does it is a worthy successor. It's not as good as the first, but mm-hmm. still good. And Chris, the remaster of Dead Space is coming out, so you'll have to play that. <laughs> That's so I hear. By motive, by the way, uh, who did Rogue Squadron. Mm-hmm. So 
They're doing a lot of pretty cool stuff. So um, by unanimous decision, Dead Space 2 has won. Oh, God, this one. So I'm going to select that and continue on. So next one, Lonely Mountains Downhill versus Curse of the Dead Gods. Ooh, roguelike That's- versus down the hill racer so this is you went from like one to versus 16 to nine versus eight you went to like the middle of the pack look i don't know this is how the bracket was set up i don't i don't i don't do any of this stuff it's just i, I tell okay. the computer i see what you're doing hey computer do things for me, the right? kangaroo courts in session yeah exactly so what do we got here um i like the downhill racer uh but as far as the roguelikes we we played i think Curse of the Dead Gods was kind of one of my favorites. Um, so so I think I'm going to give it to Curse of the Dead Gods. Just uh, I think it was a fun, fast game. I mean, I guess they're both fun, fast games. Yeah. Uh, but I liked uh, Curse of the Dead Gods better of the two. Okay. Todd, any uh, input here? Um, I remember Lonely Mountains Downhill at, looked like a, a romp as you basically just go down the mountain. And mm-hmm. You'll crash, you'll die, and it's cute, though, and no stakes. My son, though, was addicted to Curse of the Dead Gods. I watched him play this, and I'm like, you know, there's something to this game. So the other game is more of like you just play for fun. The other game is you play because you're obsessed, and you want to get through it, and it has you know tactics and things like that. So I'm not good at, like, biking. You know, even in real life, I was bad at it. So that one would be right. like, eh, eh, I don't like doing that in real life. But, you know, Dead Gods and Curses? I'm all in. Okay. Uh, this is another unanimous decision. Oh. I am also picking Curse of the Dead Gods. And the reason being, I did go back and play this game a little bit longer because oh. I don't know if you remember, Tom, they had that accessibility mode where you could be, yes. uh, um, you ha- you could have God mode essentially on. Right. Make it easier. And make it much nice. easier. So it removes a lot of the roguelike in mm. this roguelike. So okay. I appreciated that. That was nice. So I am. I didn't. Pl- I didn't complete it though, but I did get a little bit further. So it just kind of turns it into a, a regular dungeon crawler, and then yeah. you you enjoyed that exactly. All so right. uh, I, and the parry system was great. Yes, the parry system was was uh, it felt good, and you could tweak that too. So that was great. So curse of the dead gods. You're moving on, and we're moving on, aren't we? Yeah. So now we have uh, procession to Calvary versus super lucky's tale yes i'm gonna say right off the bat procession of calvary was my game here i loved this game and i've i honestly beat the game after right like literally right after we recorded i finished the game oh my goodness it was it was that i mean it's it's a super short game it was like two and a half hours maybe and but it was it was so funny and i loved the art style like that kind of uh Monty Python. Monty Python feel to it. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I loved it and I thought it was so good. Um, I, I will admit, though, near the end, uh, the 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 jokes, they, they front loaded the jokes and uh, near the end, it got a little stale. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, I mean, super, uh, but no knock on Super Lucky's Tale because that game felt pretty good. It was a good platformer for yeah. what Xbox was, was pretty lacking in for quite some time. So, well, um, yeah. I'm about to make this very difficult for Todd because <laughs> I am going to go with Super Lucky's Tale uh, for exactly the reason that you mentioned, Chris, which is that I think it's a very tight, a really fun platformer. Uh, right. I think it does a lot of things right. 
in terms of just feeling right playing it. And I think, you know, there's something to that Mario jump, right? Like Mario jumps oh, yeah. the, the exact right way. Um, and there's there's something that they captured making uh, Super Lucky's Tale. Uh, they, maybe it's not quite that good, but it, it's good. I enjoyed playing it quite a bit. Um, and while I did like that Monty Python humor, uh, it did start to wear thin on me by the end of my hour. So I didn't keep going with that one. So That's fair. That's fair. So right, Todd. This is saucy. I like this. Um, so this is like the internet meme of like you've got like those Renaissance paintings where they yep. say a, a joke, which I like. I like that a lot. Uh, but then you've got Super Lucky's Tale, which actually started as a VR platformer, yep. which is crazy. Then they made like Lucky's Tale and they made Super Lucky's Tale. So I'm going to go. I have played Super Lucky's Tale. I thought it was a competent platformer. Not a lot of personalities seemed like very generic, like conquer if he didn't like smoke and do drugs and (laughs) puke all the time versus this game, which I think, you know, personality goes a long ways. And I love like the medieval like memes of like the painting and like, why is the baby smoking? I don't know. It's the medieval (laughs) time. So I like that. So I'm going with Chris. Yes. Cavalry. Yes. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) <laughs> um, no, I, but like, it was it was such a, like when we when we got this game too, I felt like it was a breath of fresh air in the types of games that we're getting because I felt like at that point we were getting a lot of roguelites and stuff like that. So I was like, this is this was cool to be able to play a weird game like this and beat it. I beat Tom's it. Like Tom's like Chris. Oh, God, Todd is never a welcome back. Oh, <laughs> oh. All right, that's procession to Calvary moves on. And we're going to be talking about now telling lies versus boyfriend dungeon. Oh, I have strong opinions here, Chris. Go ahead. Uh, so, so I liked the concept of telling lies. Mm-hmm. I think it's cool. I really like the moments when you start to put things together. Yeah. But it's hardly a game. I don't know. <laughs> you know, like it's mostly just watching full motion video. And then, like, trying to figure things out. Um, whereas, boyfriend dungeon is a dungeon crawler where your your weapons are your your dates, right? Your potential love interests. Right. Um, and that that to me, while it makes me uncomfortable, is also awesome. Um, and so, I, I'm definitely going with boyfriend dungeon on this one because it's definitely okay. a game, and the other one isn't. <laughs> okay, um, Todd, you want to go? Yeah, I'm aware of Telling Lies. Uh, I think it was her story. And now Immortality, same director. Yep. I've been really interested in seeing this more like FMV game style style. I, I'm just curious if it, it'll capture my attention versus just being more of a novelty. Boyfriend Dungeon, though, when I saw the mechanics of a dating sim versus, you know, and it's almost like a roguelike, you know, you have to go through, do these things. And it just seems like a, such a rad concept. I love that. There's not many games where you battle with your significant other as a weapon. So that has my heart a little bit. So um, Chris is going to swear at me and Tom is going to like me finally. So I'm going with Boyfriend Dungeon. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I am picking Telling Lies uh, because I am not I I, in my heart of hearts. I cannot let two, two roguelites get in. But unfortunately, they both are in here. Um, and also, again, like telling lies is, is an interesting concept. It was cool. I think it was hindered for you, Tom, because you were playing it on the on the Xbox versus yes. The PC. Yes, definitely. Um, I think I think the the concept makes more sense on a computer. 
Oh yeah. And it's about, and, it's uh, a concept about watching files on a computer. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and it's an interesting concept. I, I did, I did continue. I actually continued both of these games. I got frustrated boyfriend dungeon. Um, actually I kind of got frustrated with both of them, but, uh, with telling lies, I felt like I, I, I made more progress than I, and then I did with boyfriend dungeon and, um, yeah, and telling lies, you can actually find the YouTube of the entire thing, so you can see it. And oh, okay. So there's that too. Just in yeah. case you wanted to figure that out. Maybe, maybe I'll just watch that. Yeah, just watch that. You have that option. Uh, so here we go. Boyfriend Dungeon unfortunately makes it through. You win some, it you lose through. some. We'll, we'll yeah. see what happens when the when yours and mine face off against each <laughs> other. <Chris. laughs> I'll eventually have played a game, so right. I might be dangerous eventually. <laughs> Um, all right, on to our next bracket. Yep. Uh, Hollow Knight. I forgot what the VHE stands for. Void Heart Edition. There we go. Versus Resident Evil 7. Uh, I'm going to pick Resident Evil 7 because I was forced to play it. <laughs> but I actually kind of enjoyed it by the end of it. Um, it was definitely scary at the beginning. I, th- I think I think the beginning was like the most scary part of the game. Like when you're in the house, like mm-hmm. walking around and like this weirdo family is basically chasing you around. Like by the end of it, it just got ridiculous. You're like, okay, this isn't that, that bad. But um, but yeah, like, but it was still like campy. It had the Resident Evil, like overall Resident Evil feel by the end of it. And um, yeah, uh, I Hollow Knight, I know there's a lot of people that love this game and uh, love the style of game, the Metroidvania and stuff like that. And it was done very well, I will admit. But um I don't know. It just didn't like I, I thought about going back to it every, every time. I'm like, oh, do I want to do a lot of backtracking? I'm like, mm, probably not. So that was kind of why I'm sticking with Resident Evil 7. Uh, OK, so just an hour right of gameplay of each of them. I can totally see what you're saying, because by the end of the hour for Hollow Knight, I was like, man, like I'm going back and forth fighting these things redoing things, retreading all my steps. And that was getting on my nerves. Uh, But at the same time, we have like really all the Resident Evils after maybe three, like starting with four, like they become action games. Like, I I don't even know if they're horror anymore. They're just like scary action games. I I don't know. Uh, But I mean, this was scary, though. This was an all action. You're right. You're right. And I'll concede I will also say Resident Evil 7 here because if <laughs> if you if you were to make me play one of these again and say, Tom, you have to pick one of these and play another hour, I'd rather play an hour of Resident Evil 7 than another hour of Hollow Knight. Mm. Sorry, sorry to Hollow Knight fans. <laughs> Larry will be upset. Anyway, Todd, what about you? Oh, my son would kill me because <laughs> I'm going to say it's Resident Evil 7. Um, I think this is where Resident Evil said, we're going to remake our old games that you love, but we're going to go in a first person perspective, be really creepy and try something new that definitely feels different. I loved it. I love it to pieces. I loved eight as well. So I love that. Plus, I love the old Resident Evil games. Um, I would tell you that with Hollow Knight, I want to like it. But I felt like this vague storytelling in Metroidvanias doesn't get me. It's like I felt Mm. like I was traversing nowhere to go. Oh, you have to listen to the thing to find to get get a map. And I'm like, but everything looks the same. It's (laughs) gray and boring and kind of depressing. And I'm like, I want. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm not going to go in. My son would kill me because he's like listening to me 
talk right now. He's like, Dad, you suck. Why would you not love this game that I love so much? Resident Evil 7. Enough said. Enough said. Resident Evil 7 with a clean sweep there. Yeah. All right. Now, on to the next bracket. Ember versus Scarlet Nexus. I'm going to say Scarlet Nexus. Oh! (laughs) Am I going to make this difficult? Here's oh. here's why, okay? Scarlet Nexus as a concept is amazing. I don't know that I loved the game, but I did love the anime. Like I I was I played an hour of this game. I was like, I love this concept. I don't know if I love these mechanics so much. And then I went and watched every episode of the anime and it was great and I loved it. And so I like Scarlet Nexus uh as a concept. So that's it for me. Okay. Um, Top, you want to go? Wow. If I had an hour to only judge my gaming on, I would say the same. I would agree with I, I would agree with Tom that Scarlet Nexus is a good shower, but it's not a grower. <laughs> because after like an hour, I gave up. I'm like, the story's horrible. The the combat's repetitive. It's just not driving me forward. Ember, though, looks like it's got a lot of personality. So which Scarlet Nexus, like, I didn't watch the anime, and maybe it got personality there, but I'm going to go with Ember because Scarlet Nexus wore out its welcome pretty quickly, which is just yeah. sad because I was so excited for that game. Yeah, I'm yeah. going with Ember. There was a lot of hype for this game when it yeah. came to Game Pass. Like, people were, like, speculating, 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 and it finally did. And then we got a chance to play it, and I thought it stunk because there was way too many... Um, uh, there was a lot of exposition and there was a lot, a lot of tutorials. And I didn't like the fact that there was like these motion comics, but then like, oh, what the hell was that? What inconsistent was story playing. Like, Cutscenes, well, <sighs> motion comics. They couldn't figure out what the hell yeah, they were doing. They had, they had, yeah. like, they, I believe they had voice acting, right? Yes, they did. It had voice yep. acting, but the voice, the lips wouldn't move, but they had fully modeled characters. I was like, what is going on here? So that was so frustrating. But I've heard once you get past like that, I think literally someone told me like once you get past six hours, a game gets great. I'm like, what is going I'm not doing that. That's like That's six like episodes full- of your show. Right. It's six episodes <laughs> of our show. Who's going to watch listen to six episodes of us? I don't know. Anyway, but uh, I, I thought Tom would be really excited about Ember because I think that might have been one of the first times we played a game together. Oh, it, it was and a it lot was, of fun playing. It was you. fun. It was a fun cooperative game. Um, it was so ridiculous. And I, yeah, it was uh, It was just a good old time. It was so goofy. Yeah, some of the stuff made no sense. But, you know, why was why was fire just constantly coming back even after I, like, took, took it out? I don't know. You know, gameplay mechanics, whatever. So, but yeah, my, my choice here is Ember Scarlet Nexus. I hope Ember burns Scarlet Nexus. But, you know. <laughs> It is what it is. So Ember is a winner here. We're moving on. Painful. To next, next one. Uh, next one I have here: uh, Aliens Fireteam Elite versus Firewatch. Yes. Let's well, three three fire games in this bracket. To see fire, like. fire, fire. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I enjoyed our time playing Fireteam Elite, yes. but I actually completed Firewatch. And I did that on stream, I believe, too. So that was, um, it was an interesting story. Um, yeah, interesting enough. And um, 
and I, I yeah, like it, it, there was there was enough for me to keep going. Whereas like we played that hour of Fireteam Elite, and it's like cool. Uh, when are we gonna play this again? And I'm like, you know, I I wouldn't play this by myself, not because it's scary, but like I felt like it was gonna get repetitive pretty quickly. Um, the concept is cool, but you know, um, but yeah, like Firewatch, I was able to like it, it kept me engaged with the the story, and you know, that's that's my pick. Todd, do you want to weigh in first and I'll, I'll close it out? Sure. Um, in a game where it's all about the fire, um, I've not played either of these. But <laughs> I can basically say, based on where my heart would probably lie, it would probably lie with Firewatch. I've heard so many good things, the narrative, the the, the voice acting, all those things, versus Aliens Fire Team, which feels like it's jumping on the bandwagon of the back for blood and those type of games where i just feel like that excitement is gone nobody cares Mm. about these games extraction all those games and it's like oh i think it's essentially left for dead so um which no pun intended left for dead haha um (laughs) i'm gonna go with firewatch because i just think it seems like that's the game you should spend your time with versus a game that feels like it's gonna be gone in in six months and nobody remembers it yeah uh this will be another unanimous one. Uh, as much as I love the Alien franchise, uh, I'm with you, Chris and, and Todd. Like, this is a game that, like, on paper looks like it'll be a lot of fun, but then you play it and it's just like, okay, you just like, and aliens come at you, you shoot them. All right, right. like, you, it's a dime a dozen. Like, this could be any game. Uh, whereas, it's a cover shooter. It's a cover shooter, right? So, I guess if you really like cover shooters and you really like Alien, you should probably play this game. Yeah. Um, but. Uh, I don't know what that Venn diagram looks like. Uh, I will say the sound design was cool though. Cause it did get yeah. the like very accurate sounds of the, of the weapons and stuff and, and like the, the aliens and stuff like that. So that was, they so did a great job. The sound that. designer should get promoted. Yeah. Everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Try, try again. Try, <laughs> try again. again. Well, they've probably made a bunch of uh, cover shooters already and they'll keep making cover shooters. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. All right, so Firewatch, our winner on that uh, contest there. So next one. Ooh, this is a tough one. Bug Fables versus Yakuza Kiwami 2. See, I I don't think it's difficult at all. Uh, (laughs) Bug Fables. Bug Fables. Uh, I like the Paper Mario-esque style to the game. I think it's fun. I think it's cute. I think it's easy to pick up and play. Yakuza Kiwami 2 is not t- fun and easy and to pick up and play. It's a game about watching the first game before you even start this game. Um, so I, and ain't nobody got time for that. Certainly not me. All right. That's fair. I'm picking Yakuza because I actually bought this game. Uh, it was, I mean, it was dirt cheap at the time. It was like two bucks or something like that on, on Game Pass. And I saw it was, it was, it was leaving Game Pass. And I was like, no, no, you're not leaving my my hard drive <laughs> and i i yeah i i picked yakuza because i love the ridiculousness of this game honestly yeah. tom there's one point in this game where some guy comes up to you he's like hey you look really good you should take some like modeling pictures with me and he takes Ooh, you to this that room. sounds like stranger danger <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, well you, you i mean you have a choice of either going with him or not and then i was like all right whatever it's let's be ridiculous so i went with him and then the photographer comes and the guy is j- essentially just wearing a thong and telling me to take pictures. Oh, no. And, <laughs> so 
uh, it was like this greased up guy, and he was like, and then and then and then like he got really really uh, odd, and then we had to fight, and I beat the hell out of a guy in his underwear, and it was great because I got to be- beat him with a I believe a chair, and there might have been some other office supplies I was able to beat him with. So that was that was great. It was a good time, and it was ridiculous. So that's my vote, Yakuza. Todd, bring us home. So I was a little confused about this title. I've heard of the Yakuza games. I played quite a few of them. Uh, they don't grip me. Um, I thought it was Tukaden Kowami, which is like a Monster Hunter game or something like that. So I was a little confused. I'm like, I don't know what this is. Bug Fables, though, looks adorable. It looks like you said Mario uh, RPG, Paper Mario, you know, which we have not gotten enough of those games versus this Yakuza game, which... I don't even know which Yakuza games doing which these days, except you're fighting people with underwear and they are wanting to (laughs) seduce you to take pictures. So so that's not for me, but Bug Fables is. Oh, all right. Bug Fables wins. I'm sorry. I I know Nave from Gaming Together Pod would be very upset about this, but it's okay. We'll move on. We'll keep going, though. Bug Fables has won this one. And now our next bracket is set. Yes. So with the, with the quickness, with the quickness. Oh boy! So let's keep this going. Dead Space Two versus Curse of the Dead Gods. Uh, I still think Dead Space Two here. Yeah, Dead Space Two for me too because I can't have a rogue like it all the way to the sem- uh, semifinals. <laughs> can't do it. Do I third that? Oh yeah. Is that official thirding? Go ahead. We are third. Yeah, I that. third it. Dead oh. Space 2 goes right in. I, I feel a little bad to curse the dead gods. I don't. See you later. You're <laughs> They're cursed. dead. See These ya. residents are evil. Yeah. Those are just dead gods. Yeah. Boom. Out of here. Uh-oh. All right. Uh-oh. <laughs> Procession of Calvary versus Boyfriend Dungeon. I wonder which way you're going to go, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Another roguelite is not going in. Parsession to Calvary is my vote. That's well, what I'm saying. guess what? Todd's going to have to make the choice for us because Boyfriend Dungeon <laughs> comes up on my side. <laughs> Damn it. Well, I don't like roguelikes, so I'm going oh, Procession to yes! Calvary. No! Yes, Procession to Calvary. Humor goes a long way, as Absolutely. you know, in a relationship. You got to have some humor, not, not, not hitting things with your boyfriends. Oh, uh, yeah. Darn it. <laughs> Here we go. That is done. That was a very quick. We've already gone through two of the uh, four left here. I can I can come up with more quips. Oh, do you want those? No, no let's, let's keep going, on. though. <laughs> Resident Evil 7 versus Ember. So uh, a game about putting out fires or things that you want to kill with fire mm-hmm. are your choices here. Yeah, uh, I had more fun with Ember. I know that's that's weird because I picked Scarlet Nexus <laughs> against Ember, <laughs> but Forced with the decision to continue playing Resident Evil 7, which I'll concede it's cool that it's in first person yeah. and, and returns to horror in a way that the previous ones were not. Four, five, six to me weren't. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know. It still isn't. It doesn't feel like Resident Evil to me in the way that like the old ones did. Right. Uh, whereas Ember, I thought was a fun co-op thing that we did. We had a, we really laughed ourselves so we almost cried playing that. So I'm, I'm picking Ember. Okay. Uh, Todd, you go ahead. Oh, RE7. No question about it. Oh. Uh, I'm glad you guys had a good time with Ember, but Ember, sit down. 
I'm sorry, Todd. You're going to have to take several seats because Ember is my choice. And I, uh, again, I, uh, Tom, to, to your point though, I think they got, they captured the, the feeling of Resident Evil one and two, because obviously Resident Evil one, two and three had the forced camera. And in a way you are forced in your first person. Yes. Um, but I thought the, I had a better time in first person with Ember because this adds a first person game and, you know, cooperative, playing something cooperatively and just doing something ridiculous. You know, I, uh, that was a good time for me. So I'm sticking with that. Ember moves along. Sorry, RE7. This is the first place that you have not gotten game of the year or whatever <laughs> accolades here. So see you later. Uh, all Should right. I leave now? <laughs> not yet, Todd. Okay. We've got a few more. We're okay. not done yet. Okay. I'll be good. Firewatch versus Bug Fables. Mm. Well, um, I completed Firewatch. Oh. And like like I mentioned before, Bug Fables, I didn't complete. But if I had to choose, I think I would go with Bug Fables here. Because I thought the mechanics, like even though it's a turn-based game, I thought the mechanics of like each character having a, a different way to know get the most uh like damage against your opponents stuff like that was actually pretty interesting and uh pretty cool and uh yeah so that's my choice bug fables for this one well todd why don't you uh weigh in and then we'll see where i land on this um i think i'm gonna go with firewatch because i feel like with games like bug fables where i played them i feel like the charm and the mechanics hits a cliff it feels mm. like okay something is getting in the way of me really enjoying this more so i'm gonna go with firewatch because i think that has a narrative that would pull through it's not too long doesn't overstay its welcome so i'm gonna go with firewatch for spug fables which i feel like i don't know if that hits the landing or not and you may feel like wow i spent 20 hours on that game <laughs> yeah that's the you you just made my life difficult because uh i was i was really ready to just say bug fables but yeah, and thinking about it, it's like, oh man, I might get stuck playing this for for a long time. But I don't know. Every, the Firewatch to me, I, I just felt like I was walking around a lot and and listening to audio files. I don't know that I felt like I was getting much of anywhere. This is a, this is See, a challenging one. Like walking I'll, your I'll, dog, listening to podcasts. It's like <laughs> yeah. this ain't a good game. I'm. I'm <laughs> I'll, I'll put it this. To, I'll put it to you this way, Tom. Firewatch takes about four hours to beat. According uh-huh. to how long to beat. Bug Fables takes about 25 hours to beat. All right. Firewatch, just <laughs> based on that. <laughs> Expediency. That's that's the name of this podcast, is how respect, quickly do we do this? Respect my time. Yes. yes. I'm right, sorry, Firewatch. Bug Fables. You just take too long. Take too long. And now we have our semifinals in check here. So we've got in bracket number one. Dead Space 2 versus come on now procession to Calvary let's let's take it all the way let's take it all the way I you know what I'm picking I'm picking procession to Calvary here because it was just so ridiculous I'm I'm sticking with my I'm sticking with my boy this is my this is the dark horse here throughout this entire bracket I I appreciate that it is quicker to beat the Dead Space 2 but I want somebody with guns to shoot down all your hopes and dreams. <laughs> so I'm going with Dead Space 2. Damn it. 
God. Sorry. Sorry, Chris. No! <laughs> no! You know what? I like humor, but I like dismemberment and good combat versus right. witty Monty Python humor. Dead space. All right. Yeah, the dismemberment mechanic is pretty cool. I'll admit that. But, ugh, what a shame. <laughs> You're a lover, not a fighter. I get what? it. What a shame. <laughs> All right. We, we've got two... Fire games. Two, two fire games in this in this other bracket here. Ember versus Firewatch. Uh, Ember for me. Uh, Firewatch barely made it through to this round for me. So, uh, <laughs> and Ember shouldn't have made it at all if I got what I wanted out of Scarlet Nexus. But yeah, that's <laughs> see, this this is the way I look at sports things, right? In a, a sports tournament, if my if my guy goes down, I want him to lose to the ultimate winner. <laughs> So I'm That's taking Ember all the way down, all the way to the end here. So, oh my god, here we go, Ember for me. Okay, Todd. Wow, um, I'm sure Firewatch has got a lot of personality, but Ember looks like it's fun, more fun. So I'll go there, especially like you said, you can play co-op. I'll go with Ember. Yeah, I'm gonna go with that. Uh, Firewatch was good time, short, but uh, Ember can be short because you can play you know, a particular level and be done with it or, uh, you know, or just be lots, lots and lots of time with cooperatively with people. So that was fun. So I am picking Ember as well. Clean sweep here. And we are in, at the finals. We at are. the finals here. What a, what a final to have. Uh, this is, this is actually very strange. Dead Space 2 versus Ember. Oh my Ember god. Oh my god. Everybody predicted this. It yeah. was meant to happen. It was totally meant to happen. Titans at the gate. Here we go. <laughs> oh my gosh. Who this could have seen this bad. coming? <laughs> Not us. I'll tell you that much. Um, okay. So I hmm, I'm, I'll make things easy for you, Chris. You know where my heart's going on this. <laughs> I think we know where it is. Yeah. Uh it's 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 so appreciative of your time that it's only four letters, uh, Ember, <laughs> for the win here. Oh wow! I really thought you were going to say Dead Space Two there. Ooh! No, no. I really I, we've we've were... we've already eliminated your stupid procession of Calvary. <laughs> I win no matter which one of these wins. <laughs> I'm picking Dead Space Two because uh, it was, you know, like like Todd mentioned, the dismemberment was fun. And it was just definitely more actiony and, and ridiculous. It, it went more campy than the first one. So, um, yeah, that's my pick here. So, Todd, you are our final decision oh, of no. this bracket. Oh, no. Oh, no pressure goodness. there. But before we get to that, we wanted to let you know about a spectacular sponsor, Winner Winner. Winner Winner is a live arcade claw machine game available on Android and iOS. And it's 100% skill-based. Trust me, if you see me play my games, you know I'm not that great, and I still have won games on my first try. There's hundreds of prizes, even featuring gaming merch from Nintendo. Pick your prize from choices in your particular game, or bank your earnings with tickets to redeem any other prize you want from their wide selection. And for all you lovely people listening or watching our show, you can get bonus tokens on your first app token purchase. Download and create your account. Then use the link in the episode's description to enter promo code DALE after you sign in. Check it out. It's Clawsome. 
Tom with an M versus Todd with two D's. Um, this <laughs> yep. is going to be a consonant battle for all time. But I'm going to go with Dead Space 2 because <laughs> oh! I, love, I love the series. I love insanity. I love killing things with weapons versus, you know, goofy looking characters battling fires. It was a fun game. I, I'm not I'm not upset that it won in the end. <laughs> There's a reason that it's such everybody, you know, likes it so much. Right. And they're happy this is the most ready. anybody's talked about that game, though, in like <laughs> a year. Anyways, they're getting their hype. Yes. Yeah. Motive is getting ready with Dead Space to remake while Dead Space is just coming out. Uh, so there you have it. Our winner for this bracket is Dead Space 2. Who would have thought it? I don't that know. was number 16. That was number 16 <laughs> in this. <laughs> a Cinderella yeah. story, John. The Cinderella Congratulations. Story. Well done. Whoever or, picked Dead or, Space 2. Or, or merely the freshest in our minds. <laughs> or bad or bad bracketology is yeah. all I'll say. Oh, that, that's possible too. Haven was number one? <laughs> Who? Yeah, yeah, exactly. But um, that, yeah, that takes that. Does it for our episode on this lovely bracket. We're going to have another bracket coming up sometime later on down the line. We don't know yet, but um, but that's going to be that's going to be fun. Todd, thank you so much again for for tuning in. And do you want to just uh, plug all your all your socials and stuff like that? Yeah, th- thank you so much. This was a blast. Respected my time. Uh, you respected my ignorance in all these games and said, hey, Todd can have a, a, a presence to actually make uh, a judgment on these games that he's probably played a quarter of them. But thank you for that. Um, yeah. And and Tom, it's been too long. Chris, obviously, yeah. you, we, we've 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 done podcasts together and it's yeah. always fun. So this is a blast. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm at T-Oxtra just for all things generic, but um, where you can really see what I do is on at secret friends. You, we do podcasts about star Trek, star Wars, video games, and all things geek. We do a YouTube page uh, with all our videos as well. We can see our backgrounds. Like I've got Jason Voorhees throwing machetes in the background, come there and we'd love to have uh, new voices in the world of nerd. So if you're interested in being talking about goofy stuff, let us know. And Tom, you're well overdue to come on uh, yes, more of our yes, shows because yes, we do yes. star Star Wars. We do Star Trek. We do all these things. So please come on those. And Chris, we need you back again. <laughs> yeah, man. Always, always a pleasure and great content you guys always put out. So um, again, really appreciate you coming on. And um, yeah, so that's it for this episode, everyone. Thanks for tuning in and uh, we'll catch you on part two. See ya. Thanks, everybody.